the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 560, The Answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Yeah, coming in hot, just like the fajita. I write what I live, my life in the speaker. I'm nice with the flow. Welcome to this week's edition of Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. I'm really coming in hot right now. <laughs> the, the expressway was kind of, you know, messed up today. So um, I'm a little pumped and amped right now because I was still in a car. Normally I'm here at least 35, 45 minutes to an hour early. Uh, I thought I was going to be late and, but I wasn't, you know, um, you know, I, I, I want to get right out and started talking about this because, um, I really believe, uh, so yesterday, uh, my son's high school, they did a, um, they buried a bush in his honor to, to, to remember who he was. And we had, we had yeah, at least about 40, 50 kids come out. The teacher's principal, I hope my, Jada, Jada, I hope I don't butcher his name, but Principal Brian Zwim, Zwim, Zimke, Zwimke from uh, Manuka High School uh, and the National Honor Society put it together. Uh, if you follow, follow me on Facebook Black, at Black and White Radio, you can see the audio, the video, of because uh, I went live from there yesterday, and um, it was just a really touching. They gave, they gave us his, um, his diploma. Gave us his cap and gown, and there was a picture that they had inside of the uh, side of the school, the hallways of the school, of John, and I think it perfectly describes the battle he was going through of tug of war, and he was in front pulling, and you could see, you could see him fighting with all his life to try to you know pull the other side over, and I looked at that photo, and then just looking back over his life, and I said to myself, um, I think that was the fight, and I think that's a that's. It's a lot of people out there, though, even those who listen to my show, I know because you guys send me messages and you talk to me about, you know, you are this, you're either suffering or someone, you know, suffering um, from mental health challenges. And um, so it was really a touching, touching ceremony. Um, they graduate this Sunday, so I'm, I'm headed to the graduation. I want to be there, you know, because I know uh, and just I mean, there was not a dry eye from the principal to the uh, National Honor Society kids. I mean, they were all just bawling yesterday, and it was it was really, really, really touching. Um, so if you know somebody, I gave a speech at the end, just basically telling them, because, you know, they were telling me how they want to continue his legacy. I said, well, you know what? Go out there and do and be good, you know, because you want to you wanna really continue my son's legacy. Uh, be good. Create good. Do good. You know, um, 
become successful, and then help other people. That's what I told them. So um, today I'm, I'm I'm excited to have the troublemaker back in the news and back in the room with me. Um, you know, he causes trouble every time he he comes in here. Last except the last last week he was yeah, he was a little he was a little tame. He, uh, I think he was a little tamed, and you know, I didn't see a lot of those beady eyes looking over at me. Troublemaker, what's up, buddy? How's it going, man? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing all right. I was a little tamed because we had a lot of good candidates and some people I wanted to get to know. A, yeah, a hero of the pandemic, one yeah. of the heroes of the pandemic. I, I was happy. Yeah, yeah. Did he write that check to you yet? <laughs> no, nah. I mean, you were fanboying. Oh uh, yeah, you were fanboying over uh, there with anybody him. that stands up to tyranny, man. Oh, that's that's true. Yeah. That's true. We, we're gonna have another. Um, just we're basically gonna have one guest in today because I, that's a couple of things I want to talk talk to you about. I know you got a couple of things you want to talk to me about. Uh, we're gonna have Jerry Evans, who's running for the 11th congressional district. He'll he'll stop by probably around the 12:35 segment, so that you don't want to miss that. Um, but I I, I want I really want to you know talk about a lot because there's been a lot going on. I want to ask you something. Yeah. Um, I I didn't catch all of it because I wasn't listening to the breaks. Uh, you know, when I was uh, rewatching one of the shows. But is somebody from the Black Caucus that's running against Lori Lightfoot for mayor? What? Did you hear any, some, something? You didn't hear anything no. about it? Yeah, I, I, I got it. Oh, oh, Cam Buckner. Okay, okay. Cam Buckner, you used okay. to play for the U of I. The black guy. Yeah, he's a state rep. Yeah, yeah. He's a state rep, yeah. Oh, okay. Cam Buckner. Yeah, it's going to be a... It's going to be a hot... It's starting to heat up now. Yeah, you got, you got him, you got Lopez, uh, who declared, and... Um, How is that guy, Buckner? I mean, what, what do you think? I, 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 so, I never personally met him, so I couldn't say who he is, and I mean, I... I, I have to look at what his. I, I do know that he, um, he was moving a lot of legislation, even met legislation that wasn't his down in Springfield. I mean, he took he 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 corralled the Black Caucus in some regards, along not not just him, but along with a couple of others, and they put a couple of demands, you know. But you know, I mean, their demands and what my demands would look like will be totally We're different. totally different, <laughs> you know, because because you know, you look at some of the stuff that. That they got past the Black Caucus. That I mean, that is, I, I still didn't see anything that was long lasting. Hmm. You know, the crime bill. But what did that do? Mm-hmm. You know, the crime bill actually created more crime because it gave if it, it, it protected the 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 criminal. Oh, mentioning that, yeah. what do you think about what JB Prister just signed into law? The uh, smash and grab. Uh, oh, which law. increases the uh, the fines and penalties. Is that what you're saying? I think no, it makes it a felony now. Right? Yeah. yeah it wasn't a. It's not it was, just. It retail, was a felony before. It was. Yeah. I mean, as far as remember, they they as far as retail, they took the. It used to be, I believe, two hundred fifty was a misdemeanor, and five hundred was a was a felony. Was no, you it was could, a thousand. No, no, no. I'm talking about what it used to be. Oh, okay. Um, uh, and then they increased it mm-hmm. so that the person doesn't have to see jail time. Right. I, I got the logic of what they were trying to do, but the Illinois retail. The Illinois Retail Association, they they weren't fans of that, mm-hmm. you know, because you because they knew what would happen. Mm-hmm. They knew that uh, you would start seeing people walk in and walk out mm-hmm. with shopping carts or hands full of things because they knew nothing would happen to them. Right. I mean, think about that. They knew this. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I mean. It's what led to the, the Louis Vuitton smash and grabs. I mean, you named the, the Magnificent Mile that wasn't hit when this law uh, went into effect, right? Right. Well, 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 have you read this new law that he just signed? I didn't read it. I didn't read it. I, I could really do it. Because I want to I want to know, did they lower the cost back down? The thresholds? Yeah. Well, you know what? During the break, we'll, I'll, I'll look it up. Okay. And um, uh, we can come back and talk about that as far as what actually happened to the bill. Okay. You know, 
I, we're going to spend a couple of segments on this line. Uh, you know, Sonny from The View. Oh, Jesus. You know, she was having a discussion with with some people, and this, I guess this lady was a black Republican. And I, I, I'm not going to, I'll just set it up, because I really want to get into this, because I was at another event, uh, the Illinois Black GOP event in ALSUP, and I tell you, I'm getting really sick and tired of other black people thinking they can dictate what other black people can think and do. You know, you just, we don't do this. No, you don't do this. Mm-hmm. I'll do whatever I, the, you know what I want. You know, I've, I've never been, I hate people that feel like they can control the narratives. Well, the, the narratives have been controlled, especially in the black community. And what has changed? The gatekeepers are still there. Mm-hmm. These these levers of power that won't let the that won't let the the flood of resources really come into the communities that's really needed, they're stopping this stuff from going through. You know, you know. I also want to talk about. I'm I'm, I'm I've been watching and I pay, paid attention to the news for the first time in a long time, and I'm starting to sense and hear and and get a feel that I see a lot of Republicans and conservatives. Uh, I'm not voting. What does it matter? We don't. We didn't get it fixed. So I'm gonna. That's what they want us to do, Verlon. They want us to stay home. And and th- there's they again, right? They. They. You know, the, the the Democrats would love for the Republicans to stay home this election because they know they have no case. And if you're listening to this and you're a conservative, you're a Republican, you're thinking about voting for a Republican candidate, don't stay home. Do your job. Vote. Because these people have to get out of these levers of power. We have to take back our state and our country. You listen to the black and right. We'll be right back. Don't put your blame on me. We now return to Black and Right on AM560. The answer. Here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker himself, Verlon Galloway. Okay, let, uh, we got to divert because you, you brought up something that <laughs> we talked about this previously. Now, you're saying that those on the left have come up with a different term. They come, they've come up economic violence and economic what? Justice. Okay. Do tell. Well, economic violence is a capitalist system that's used to keep a race or races of people down for power and control. That's the definition of it. And economic justice is when you come up with a system that uplifts people or races to have a comfortable and worthwhile living. Okay. Living situation. Now that's economic. That's economic justice. Justice. Now what's economic violence again? When a capitalist system is used to keep down oh, a race or races of people for power and control. Can I ask you a question? Yep, I was waiting for that. Have you felt like anybody's been able to keep you down from progressing or doing anything in your life? No. Who's, who's, who's the greatest threat? Do you know who the greatest threat to your own individual progress? Yeah, I do. What, who? Me. Me. You. But that's right. not what they believe because right. they have to have a victim. That's the only way they can wield their power over people 
and, and they band together like a band of thieves. Okay. So they can take okay. on one of two people. Where it really is twofold. I, I didn't know where this would fit in. I don't believe in a lot of this that, that I heard Dr. Umar, John, is it oh. Umar Johnson. Oh, man. I, yeah, I, I know. I, I don't agree with everything that he was saying in this audio. And I don't know if I'm going to play it all because it's three, three minutes and 59 seconds. But this kind of leads down that road, down that avenue. Uh, because all these economic violence, all these economic justices, this justice and economic, what else? You said it was something else oh, last it was, time. Oh, it was uh, environmental violence Envi- and environmental oh justice. Now, Merrick Gartland, he tried to talk about environmental justice a little bit. And uh, Sean didn't even know where where he was going right. with it. But I know the definitions to all of them because, like I say, I engage these people all now, the time. Now, Dr. Umar, he, he made some valid points. Well, oh, yeah, that's right, Black said he's not a doctor. <laughs> You're right. That's so true. Um, but that's what he calls himself. You know, I guess he identifies as a doctor. How about that, Blexit? Ooh. Uh, <laughs> but, 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 but nonetheless, he actually made some good points about how the black community got to this place. Okay. You know, uh, he used the government as the, as, as, as the persons, Ooh, as the people that did taking it. taking the words out of my mouth. Oh, but, but, uh, but I'll let you hear then. I, I want you to hear as much as I, I can play and then okay. we'll, we'll discuss it. Here we go. Nothing could be further from the truth. Slavery didn't destroy the black family. Do you know that we were still getting married through slavery? Mm-hmm. Jumping a broom in secret, mm-hmm. even under punishment of death. We were married during Reconstruction. We were married during civil rights. When do you begin to see the rise of the single parented black female household? 1970 after they killed dr king the united states government said we must neutralize the black power base and they determined that the black power base was the black family it was independent black skilled men and women who financed king financed mr garvey financed mr muhammad financed snick and core the freedom riders in the city movement so they said if we want to crush the black struggle we got to crush the black family so guess what they did in 1970 king dies in 68 in 1970, they came into the black communities and de-industrialized our city centers. In 1970, they started shutting down the factories. Remember, up until the 50s and 60s, you didn't need a college degree to get a decent job. Many of us got grandparents who worked in factories their whole life. Did you did you hear that? Yeah. Did you hear that? I heard all of it. Did you I'll, hear that? Yeah. I I I don't know about the I don't know about the government de-industrializing the. The factories and stuff like but that. But was it the government? Who who specifically did this? Who was in control and had the power doing this the years that he's saying? Well, black we had the control of our own industries at the In the time. cities, right? Yeah. But 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 who were elected officials? Was it black people? No, it wasn't no. black people at that time. It was the Democrat Party. Or the Democrat Party. You trying to go Democrat- I, I, I'm see I'm I'm going about a social a social agenda, uh, uh, social issues. I, I wasn't thinking politics right, right there. Yeah, I understand where yeah. you're going with the politics. But, but see, but see, he, he, that's that's where I think I disagree with him because it's, he he makes it about you know government. No, talk about the individual people that actually made this happen. You know, don't 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 the they. You know, the what? powerful people they. because he he really wants to go whitey. That's what he really wants to say, because I yeah. know I, I hear how he speaks. Right. He, he, he doesn't make the distinction between government, big business, government, white people. Right. He just wants to say it's white people. Yeah. So, and, and he wants to just keep it as a social issue. And that's what most black people do. They don't want to talk about the politics. As soon as I start talking to poli- about politics, you turn them off. I turn them off. Yeah. They, they want to talk about the social right. issue. Right. That's why I want to lay it out. 
and let people uh, uh, but, but, but dissect who, it. Who's been the purveyors of, of pushing these economic violence, economic justices, these these buzzwords, these words that they use? To, it's po- it's politicians. Pushing? It's politicians. But this is what the Democrats do. That's why they're okay. driving the culture. But this is what they do. They attack big business to try to get money from big business, which they're, is working now. Yeah. They use government when the people that they want is in government to get money from the government. Right. So they attack twofold. Right. Okay. Oh, they attack more, way more than well, that. They too. attack more than twofold, but on, on that yeah. top level, they attack twofold. Yeah. And what they will tell you is, well, we have to attack big business because big business has lobbyists. That's what the capital is. Right. But they have lobbyists to get what they want across the finish line. So that's why they... They do racketeering. I call it racketeering. <laughs> they racketeer big business. But government, they try to get who they need in office, and you see what's happening now with Joe Biden. They're getting everything they want. Yeah. Yeah. See? Everything. So this is what the left do. They play a two-fold game. Yeah. Now, I, I, I want to continue because I, I thought right at towards the end, I, and I, I should have broken it up. Uh, I should have had um, Hoff had to break it up. That's what I was, my, That was my intention, but I, it was a busy week this week. But, uh, but Dr. Umar continues. I, and live better lives than we're living now with two and three degrees. They could work in their same neighborhood, and everybody worked for the factory. Good retirement, pension, benefits, medical. They started shutting down the factories in 1970, and then they went into the high schools. And, 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 and how, why did they start shutting them down? Because the environmental activists. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> what do you call it? Environmental violence? Yeah, environmental violence. See how it's all connected? Envi- environmental justice. You, you see how, see, that's, that's another aspect, that's another point of attack for them. Mm-hmm. That's how they can, they, can, they can dictate and control levers of government. Right. Through using these words, economic violence, economic justice, economic what else? And they come up with their own definition. Correct. Now, Dr. Umar continues. Did what? started deindustrializing the inner city high schools. Up until 1970, you could graduate from almost any school in New York, Certified as a plumber, certified as an electrician. I love this part. Certified right as a carpenter, auto body, brick mason, a welder. They took all those programs out. These are the skills that pays the bills, gentlemen. As long as you have a skill, you can always feed your family. But if all you got is college degrees, you might end up in the unemployment line. Why? Because the the skills that we learn in college are not necessarily marketable to other black people. I'm a psychologist. Ain't too many black people running around looking go, for a psychologist to reveal all the skeletons in their closet. Yeah, you so, got to talk to a white Exactly. Person. So they started sending us to college instead of teaching us how to work with our hands. That was the 70s. That was the economic. What? This is that, this is that interview. Wait, from, on, from, on, from, from, I, heard, I, heard, I heard this. The I heard this. Club. Yeah, the breakfast club. I heard this but, whole but interview. He, but to my point, he's, he's actually making, where yeah. the trades? No, no, no. Why I do know. they take trades out yeah. of the schools? I went to Chicago Vocational High School. I went to a trade School that where they were teaching us trades, you know, mm-hmm. but then they started outsourcing everything across the ponds. Yeah, you know, saving that. Oh, listen, which I mean, if 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 American taxation is starting to, to 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 affect your bottom line, I would too. I'm sorry, I would too. Wouldn't you? Yeah, because you can always take it up as a trade. They got trade schools everywhere. Oh, they do. Yeah, but but the money. Uh, but to his his point, the point that he was making was that. They're shipping us to these these indoctrinations. And what indoctrination can you teach a plumber? Yeah, what indoctrination can you can you teach a welder? Where where can you have the the most mass effect of indoctrinating kids? But he's trying to make it a race issue. Right, right, and the thing, right. but that's see, the that, part and that's, that's the part yet. where you lose me. Right. Because guess what? 
when they took those auto body classes and engineering classes out of those schools, guess what? It's white people at those schools too. Yeah. Mexicans at those schools too. But, so they're not getting those free courses either. They have to go and find those classes as well. But did you see what I just did? What's that? I took his logic and made it ours. Yeah. That's what we got to start back doing. Yeah. We got to take we got to take back the language. Yeah. There's no monopoly on language. They they now have the monopoly on language. Yeah. We have to take it back. Yeah. We have to take it back and we got and we got to do whatever by any means necessary. See what I did there? I've said that. See what I said there? Yeah. You listen to the black and right. We'll be right back. <laughs> the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about it's black and right with john anthony on am 560 the answer maybe i'm foolish maybe i'm blind thinking i can see through this and see what's behind got no way to prove it so maybe i'm lying but i'm only human after all i'm only human after all welcome back to black and right radio on am 560 the answer I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker himself. Troublemaker, <laughs> you know, I, I, every time we get into a good groove on a conversation, we always, I, I got to stop that. <laughs> we're we're going we're to start booking our guests at the last hour, so that way we can get everything out. All right. We can get everything out. But but this next guest is actually a good, a, a, a good guy. Um, there's a lot of people, you know. I'm, and I'm I'm shocked to see so many people running for office. Normally, a lot of these seats sit occupied, unoccupied, no Republican challenger to go after uh, the, a Democrat. And this uh, young man, uh, Jerry Evans, he actually um, ran last time um, for Congress in the 14th Congressional District. Because, you know, they shifted and moved all the lines. Mm-hmm. So now he's running in the 11th Congressional District. Um, he he also owns a, a a music company over in Wheaton. I don't want to say it because I don't want I'll let him say it because I don't want anybody to go over there and start you know <clears throat> attacking or doing something like that to his business. But he's a good man. He's a man of faith. Uh, he's somebody that's not afraid to talk about faith. And um, I'm glad to call him a friend. Jerry Evans, welcome to Black and welcome back to Black and Right. Jerry, you there? Honored to be here. Yeah, can you guys there hear you me go. right now? I hear you. I hear you. There you go. Yeah, there. Hey, hey, John, it's an honor to be on the program. Thanks for having me on the program. Uh, Verlin, it's great to be with you. And by the way, <laughs> hey, you know, if Verlin's lot. giving you a hard time, yeah. what I can do, if, if Verlin's giving you a hard time, I can actually come out there and, and actually uh, increase that hard time if you'd like to. Would you like oh, me to oh, do that? Oh, 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 please. Yes, <laughs> I like it. So, 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 Jerry, I mean. I'm joking. <laughs> there's a couple of, couple of um, uh, things that are happening, especially across our country. And um, yep. y- you look at the leadership that's controlling this this country. Um, it gives you pause. It makes you. It, it, it's actually quite sad yep. to see that there's no real true leadership. I mean, you, you you got. I mean, you think about what's happening in Russia, Ukraine. You're thinking about you know the shortages yep. of food products and things of that nature. Um, what is a Jerry um, Evans congr- Congressman Jerry Evans? How would that? Uh, what would you go to? D.C. to do and to change about that place? Because uh, I think a lot of people run on change, but when they really get there, they realize that there is no change because there's a system that you can't, there's a juggernaut yeah. that you can't take out. So why should the people of the 11th Congressional choose Jerry Evans? Yeah, thanks for asking, John. And so so obviously, yeah, running for uh, Congress in the new 11th District. By the way, just so you know, the new 11th District has actually been 
put on the vulnerable list by the Democrats and actually is a nationally targeted district by the Republicans. So this is actually a, a legitimate nationally targeted swing district, by the way. Uh, nice. But but basically, you know, I really believe that in regards to your question, John, I really believe that leadership is about sacrifice. It's about authenticity. It's about service. Uh, it's about compassion. And uh, in all honesty, for me, as a husband and as a father uh, with a young family and as a small business owner of a music school, uh, running for U.S. Congress is actually not about me. It's actually uh, about serving people. And one thing I've found, John, is that some of the best things to do in life are the hard things. Yeah. Not the easy things, not the things that bring you glory, but sometimes they're the things that make a lot of people upset at you about, or, or uh, you know, it's, it's something that makes you have to challenge the system per se. Yeah. Because uh, we know that there's a lot of... Uh, a lot of swampiness, if you will, out in, in Washington, D.C., and it's because uh, the reason that exists is because I think it boils down to a few simple things. I think, number one, uh, people are interested in self-interest rather than selfless sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, number two, uh, they're interested in, uh, in lying to make themselves feel good or do okay. Uh, and I think that they're also, I, I think one unique aspect of this is that I think Whenever you have a person or a legislator or a leader that is beholden to the approval of other people, it's always a recipe for something well, bad. Well, Jerry, you, it's you, always you, a recipe Jerry, for you something said, You bad. said leadership. In, 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 if you can give me, give me a 45-second answer on what real, true leadership looks like. Yeah, I think leadership is, is similar to what I just mentioned. It's about service, it's about sacrifice, and it's about authenticity, and it's about willing, being willing to make the hard decisions uh, when uh, you have a lot of uh, people going against you. I think that's what it boils down to. And so for me as a conservative, I understand that if I were to be elected to U.S. Congress, there's going to be a number of people on the left or potentially even in the center who may not like me. Uh, but you know what? My approval doesn't come from people. Ultimately, uh, it comes from God and my desire to serve other people. But I think, again, leadership is just about serving people and making the hard decisions. Uh, and we've had so many people in Washington who are uh, used to used to being a part of the system, but I think we need to elect everyday Americans, yeah. everyday small business owners who have a connection to real life to go ahead and represent who, uh, you know, people of Illinois and Washington. Right. And, and who understand those kitchen table issues that are right before us. Oh, yeah. And I think, I think one, yeah. that's one of the things I really loved about Donald Trump was that he, could, he, he knew how to, arti- even though he wasn't from the kitchen table side, he definitely understood how to articulate that. Uh, Jerry Evans, yep. running yep. for the 11th Congressional District. Hold the line. Uh, when we come back, I, I want to get into the, yep. the, 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 the leaking of the Supreme Court um, decision uh, and get your take yep. on it. Uh, if you listen to the Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer, we'll be right back. Black and Right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the Troublemaker. He's still a little lame today, but that's okay. I'm going to get it started in a minute. Uh, Mr. Evans. You still with us? Yeah, Verlin. All right. Berlin. Yeah, right here, man. I wanted to ask you, the district that you're running in, is that a a, a winnable district for a Republican? And what lines uh, politically is it divided by? 
Yeah, Berlin, thanks for asking that. So the answer to your question is 100%. It is winnable. So get this. So right now, so this district, let's look at what happened historically. So in 2018, in the last governor's election, uh, this district did vote for J.B. Pritzker. But you ready for, you want to hear the victory margin? Yes. His winning margin in a blue wave year, by the way, that was a blue wave year. In a blue wave year, the victory margin was a, a little over two points. Oh, wow. And, and, and so right now, so let's, he doesn't work. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So Foster is absolutely, uh, absolutely beatable. And, you know, if you if you look at what's happening right now, as we've gone into 2020, 2021 with, you know, people like Glenn Youngkin winning the state of Virginia and then 2022, the polling has trended specifically in uh, suburban areas has trended tremendously towards the Republicans. And so if you look at polling right now, uh, right now, uh, the polling for the Republicans in the general, generic congressional ballot is actually the best it's been in about 40 years. I mean, 40 years. That's basically just about as old as I am. And so right now, you're talking Pritzker only won this district by two and a half in a blue wave year. And then right now we're going into a historic uh, red wave environment. Uh, this is phenomenally flippable. And that's why, that's why literally the second day of my campaign, the Democrats came out and said, hey, we're putting this on our vulnerable list. And then two months later, Republicans came out and said, we're going to target this because they want this district and they want it bad because they want to take back the House. And then when it comes to the lines, so for those of you who are listening right now, uh, here are the main lines. Again, these lines are very weird and it does cut through cities, but it's so it kind of the shape looks like a backwards comma. So look at a comma, flip it backwards. And here's what it looks like. It starts in the southeast by Bolingbrook, Lamont, and Woodridge. Then it goes northwest, and it has the majority of Naperville, has a little bit of Warrenville, where I live. It's got majority of Aurora. It's got a lot of Kane County, so Geneva, Batavia, part of St. Charles. Then you go all the way up, and you get the city of Belvedere, which is a suburb of Rockford. And then you go far east, and you literally have about half of McHenry County. Uh, And so if you're in any one of those counties like McHenry County, Boone County, Kane County, DuPage County, Will County, you very well could be in this district. And this is... You know, one of the reasons why this is a swing district is that the Democrats in Springfield, when they made these maps, they tried to go ahead and uh, squish the Republicans into three seats and they overplay their hands. Go ahead. I want to ask you, uh, do you know your opponent's politics? And if so, you mean opponents? Well, (laughs) he sounds like he might be the one to, 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 to tough it out when you end up going against this Democrat, because it's a Democrat that holds this office, right? That's yep. in, that's in the yep. comment. Okay, do you yep. know his politics? And if so, what issues is he for that you are against? Yeah. So what I would say is, you know, again, I wish all the best to Congressman Foster, uh, and uh, you know, I hope to have an opportunity to respectfully uh, retire him from U.S. Congress in November. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I would tell you is this: that Bill Foster, his voting record is right on par with uh, people like. Nancy Pelosi, you may have heard of her before, yeah. or people like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, you may have heard of her as well. His voting record uh, is, is pretty atrocious when it comes to these progressivist policies. So anything you can think of that Nancy Pelosi wants or Joe Biden wants, Bill Foster is voting for, whether it's going to hey, be Jerry. The, the PRO Act or whether it's going to... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry to interrupt you, but did... Um, well, I guess it didn't come into the House yet. It's, it's, it, it died in the Senate. I was going to say, do you know where he stood on that, that, that abortion bill that Schumer... Schumer wanted to introduce 
Uh, I think he what, did it go fifty fifty or something like that. Or no, it was it was it was fifty one forty nine. Mansion, mansion, mansion. Well, um, where's he? Where's he? Where does he stand on 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 pro life issues? Well, Bill Foster's position is, uh, and he tweeted this out recently. Uh, his position is he is I'm quoting him here, but he said abortion is health care. Mm. So his his baseline worldview is abortion is health care, and from all signs all signs point to him being in, in favor of abortion up until birth. So. Think about this, though. Bill Foster, when it comes to the abortion issue, is actually uh, more radical uh, than America. He's actually too radical for Europe. So 71 percent of Americans don't like abortion after 12 weeks. Yeah. Hey, Jerry, uh, we, 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 so, we, we got yeah. we got I give you about a minute to give your elevator speech of why you think the voters of the 11th should should follow you and, and to vote for you, support you and also give us your website where people can reach you. Uh, things of that nature. Go. It's on you. Yeah so, yeah, so my name is Jerry Evans, and you can visit me at jerryforcongress.com. That's jerryforcongress.com. And uh, what I would say is that I believe that leadership is about authenticity and sacrifice. I care tremendously about being a strong conservative and bringing conservative values to Congress. Also, similar to people like Glenn Youngkin, I believe that uh, I have the message and the ability to communicate to swing voters and soft Democrats to get them to want to vote for me while still being a conservative. Uh, on top of that, you know, I've had the endorsement of people like Jeannie Ives or people like former Chief Justice of the Illinois Supreme Court, Bob Thomas, as well as we have a really strong fundraising record. And if you want to beat Bill Foster, if you want to go ahead and go to U.S. Congress, you have to raise significant dollars in order to reach a district of 700,000 people. Uh, and I'm the only person in my race that's done a combination of two things together. Here's the two things. That's, I've raised six figures with a low burn rate together. That's all I got for you guys. Thanks wow. so much. What's your website? What about your website where people can follow you real quick? Yeah, jerryforcongress.com. All right, Jerry, Jerry Evans, thanks so much for joining us on Black and Right Radio. Go out there and work hard. Keep it clean. But you know what? Win at all costs. Uh, thanks so much for joining us, Jerry. Wow. We got some good candidates. Don't, do, have you, you hear their message? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll be right back. Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm on the loose. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. Trailmaker. I think I think when you look at a lot of these districts, Bill Foster, man, he does not work. He, I mean, he 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 doesn't have to. He didn't have to work. Um, the lines were just drawn perfectly for somebody like him. He doesn't work. I mean, there are a lot of these people out there who who they really don't have to work. They can fundraise. You know, because people want him there. And Bill Foster, he's a smart guy. I just think he's dumb as a box of rocks politically. He really he really is, man. But when you when you have a seat that's drawn drawn for you, mm-hmm. you know, but, but I think they kind of shifted this the seat a little bit. They've added a little bit more Republicans, in my opinion. I think it's a D plus five or something like that. Um it's a winnable seat. It's a winnable seat with the right message and the right person. And I think I think I think a lot of seats, I think the seventeenth. Over there with Joy King, uh, was Esther Joy King. Uh, you got uh, Letitia Wallace, Letitia Wallace, running and on the Democrat side. A couple other people on that side, but Esther Joy King's. I, I don't think she had a primary opponent, but <clears throat> we got to take back these seats. That's the only way you, you shift and change this country. Because do the the what's that saying? The um, the inmates are running the asylum. Yeah, that's what's happening right now. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Joe Biden 
I want to play this for you real quick. I'm going to save it for the second hour. Okay. I'm going to say, I'll save it for the second hour. All right. But let's go back to your your economic violence thing. Okay. It's insane. Uh, It's insane. Environmental violence. Mm Mm-hmm. See how easily they can create stuff in life? Yeah. But they but they make up definitions for it. You know, they have, they have definitions for it. It's, it's a method to their madness. Yeah. You know, environmental madness, you know, it's the pollution of the air, you know, by boats, trains, automobiles, and it's the da- and it's the damage of the earth by way of fracking and drilling. So what they want to do is they want to get back to natural energy like solar and when yeah. and create new technology with energy to to get away from these fossil fuels. So they truly believe in what they say. I, I, I don't think they all they believe everything they say. I think I think a lot of these people are just so hell bent on power and control. They'll use they'll use whatever's before them <clears throat> where, where they can they can they can maintain that. I power think they're, because that's why everything has shifted. I think they're hell bent on breaking the power and control of who they see is in. Right. Because remember, Dick power. Durbin was pro-life. Yeah. But he saw the, he saw the, through his finger, he saw the, the change, the shift We're not talking in our about country. You know, I, no, I, you're missing my point. Okay. It's not the issue. They'll take whatever. Yeah, Dick Durbin. I'm talking about true environmentalists. Yeah. Okay. The, 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 the they, activists. They, they do. They believe. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. the Bible to them. Yeah. You know, so I'm not talking about people that jump on the bandwagon for political power like him. He's a scumbag. Yeah. I'm talking about people that truly believe that's on the ground floor. But he's he's one of the people that gives them that power, though. This is how they the, the truly committed the media and these 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 chump spineless politicians. They give these people that you're talking about because they didn't have a voice. No. You know, the 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 LGBTQ didn't have a voice initially. Right. You know, you, you think about all these different groups. They didn't have a voice, no. but they understood the culture. Well, and they understood how politicians helped drive that culture. They learned how to band together and sacrifice They're whatever not all together, though. morals. They together. They together, together to a point. They'll fight yeah. amongst each other a little bit, but they've learned how to put whatever values they have to the side to band together to yeah. create a power base. So. Ooh, I'm glad you said that because we're going to jump into this fight. Why aren't people banding together? Because I, I get it. People, I have heard people say they, are, they will not vote for Richard Irving should he, should he be the candidate. If you were an Illinois citizen, would you? Hold that. Hold that. We're going to talk about that in the second hour because, because I, get, I get it. But we need all hands on deck. We're going to need all hands on deck in 2022. Second hour coming up next. We'll be right back. To have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed, and the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Yeah, coming in hot, just like the fajita, I write what I live, my life in the speaker, I'm nice with the flow. Welcome back. 
Hour 2 of Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with my friend, my buddy, my pal, sometimes a pain in the you-know-what, the troublemaker, Valon Galloway. If you missed the first hour, go to 560theanswer.com, download the podcast. Follow me on all of my social media platforms as well, at Black and White Radio. That would really be amazing. I know a lot of you guys say you don't you do not do YouTube. Well, I'm on Rumble as well. I'm on YouTube. I'm on TikTok. I'm actually like, I think, a thousand people away from... 10,000 followers on TikTok. That's, uh, I mean, I think I started it back in, what month is this? This is I think a, I started it back, May, I think I started it back in October. And I'm almost good. at 10,000, yeah. 13,000 Facebook. And Facebook wouldn't give me the blue check mark. You know it's, what? You wouldn't be, give it to me. You befriend people like, uh, what's, what's, the, what's that lady's name? She called into the morning answer the other day. Who? Uh, and, and she got off of Twitter for a little while, came back. And then she only has five followers, and she said you were the only one that one of the first people to follow her. Really? But she only has five followers. Yeah. Oh, th- she said this recently. Friday. I believe oh. it was Friday. Yeah, wow. Thursday. Or Friday. Well, there you go. See, yeah. I follow people. People love that. Yeah, they do. They do. They love. And it. I interact, like I, like on YouTube. I interact. You know, Facebook. They they still kind of shadow ban. I mean, it won't let me. I mean, you know, you remember we used yeah. to have hundreds of people viewing this show mm-hmm. on Facebook. I was twenty twenty thousand views of on, on the videos and. They they shadow banned it. Yeah, you know, kind of put us. Uh, uh, Mary Kay, Mary Kay. Oh yeah, that's her name. Yeah. Mary Kay. Yeah, Mary Kay. But you know, um, in the first hour of line, we were talking about you know, just how people view, you know, they're, they're saying how they feel about black Republicans and, and oh. things of that nature. And then 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 you have people in in within the Republic who call themselves Republican, call themselves conservative, and they even c- want to come in and dictate to you how you how you should think. Uh, reparations is one of them. Uh, I was at that event and reparations came up. Listen, and they were trying to say that re- re- black people should deserve reparations. Well, well, they gave it to Japan or they gave, well, they had descendants that were still alive to give to name a person that's alive today that could benefit from slavery. I, I want to know who that person is. I want to know who that person's doctor is because if they still living, you know, uh, when I was in a general assembly, I was not going to vote for reparations. I don't think that's, I, I personally, I don't think that's the route to go. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I really don't. Well, they feel we deserve uh, reparations for more than just slavery. They, Jim Crow, you know, there's still people alive from Jim Crow. Redlining, you know, that, that's, a, that's another big one. That but see, that's would, a different issue. robbed of our wealth. That's a different, you know, that's so, a different issue. So it's, it's a few different, different issues. Yeah. Because, but, but, but what you have to understand Coming into the Republican Party talking about reparations, you're going to turn a deaf. They're going to turn a deaf ear to you. Get in there, win. Start, start introducing these these ideas. It's not just the Republican Party. Uh, I remember the Democrats had a big old thing about it, and the most, <laughs> the most they did was apologize. Yeah. It, it was the top Democrat well, Bush, was like Bush was went to where slavery. Yeah. He went there and apologized for America's role in slavery. Even the Demo- people don't talk about that. No, even the Democrats say Bernie Sanders, one of the top guys over there, say, "Listen, man, we can't pay y'all for yeah. trillion dollars. Yeah, we can't do it. I'd rather give health care to everybody, everybody, instead of paying twelve percent of the country reparations. It's just undoable. You know what? You know what's even better? You want to send this forty billion dollars to Ukraine? How about? I, tell me what would what, what would jumpstart our economy? Anybody with a two hundred fifty thousand dollar a year mortgage or lower, pay it off. You want to send money to Ukraine? You want to jumpstart the American economy? Now that I mean, two grand, two plus grand in my pocket, and not have to pay—that would do so much better for me 
and and what's the what's our return on Ukraine? What what's the point? And, and, and listen, I'm not saying that the world, America, shouldn't help Ukraine, but I'm with Rand Paul. Why are we why are we sending this money? You know, to a to a vacuum hole. There's no oversight. It's it's over. Nothing. It's, it's, not, it's not. You know, and and I know sometimes people say Sean sounds like a conspiracy theorist, but I think it's kind of a payoff too. I know they're being bombed and killed and all of that. Trust me. Yeah. I see it every day. But the people at the top. Yeah, something they, else is going on. Over there. Something else is going on, man. But but, but I you. wanted to play this 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 audio clip from Sonny. Is it Holston? Hostin? Hoffman. Hostin like from, um, from the view. From the view. Yeah. They were, she was at, they were having a discussion about uh, about issues and this and she basically attacked this young black lady who said she was a Republican and even her co-host who she's been on and I, I don't even want to say her name because I don't like her because she calls herself a Republican but she goes definitely after all Republicans I've never seen her really go after a Democrat the way she goes after a Republican right. but I want you, I want you to hear what Sonny had to say about this woman when she said when she she identified herself as a black Republican. And we, let's, we're going to tussle about this question for a couple of seconds. Here it is. I know this may be a novel point, a, a novel idea for somebody who's, you know, a supporter of Trump. But there are people who are capable of being related and, and not I having that I was ethical interests. Of Trump. I don't, many I things imagine. that I don't stand by that Trump mm-hmm. did. Trump has done things that are racist. I'm a black woman first. So always understand that. Mm-hmm. But I do say that I have many conservative values that I will talk to you about. And so if you look at your network you that you're Republican? standing behind. Yes. And when you look at your network that you're standing behind. You're saying that you look at Chris Cuomo. I feel like that's an oxymoron, a black Republican. You feel oh, like it's an oxymoron. I do. Why? Your friend right here is a Republican. We have. Oh, She's not a You do. And you say you feel like it's an oxymoron that you're Catholic, but you also have a whole life. I don't understand either. No, you, you don't understand yourself then. You, you have I understand myself. I don't understand I, either of this. But it's not a personal conversation. Yeah. We're going, I don't, like, we're, I we're don't. having a personal conversation about, about CNN I, I don't and how black people get leads. And I don't understand Latino Republicans. Well, I don't care if you don't, you don't have to understand. But did you see how. You see how they how they think of people that think like you and I. Yeah, that's that was just a lot. An yeah, oxymoron. Yeah. No, you may be on oxy, but you're the moron. Yeah. She's a, she, that was moronic. <gasps> Idiot. Yes. Yeah, she's she's totally politically, you know, biased on every issue. I mean, unless you bow to her will or bow to those women, except for the one that was talking, you're the enemy. You're the enemy. Right. You know, that's why I tell people when I engage in my brother and a lot of other people, there's no middle anymore. You, you try to play the middle. Like a lot of times me and him debate, he tries to play the middle. There's no middle. You can't have it both ways. You can't try to take no, ideas. I think, we, from, I think we both try to be devil's advocates to how the others would think about it. I think I don't play the middle. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a 100% conservative Republican, and I'm not ashamed of it. I am too. But the most you're going to get out of me is I'm going to lay it out like I just did, the, 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 the issues from their side, because people over here, except for somebody like Mitchell and Mike, from the uh, from the north side, they you think that's going to make they, they engage? They know about these issues because they hear them talk about it. But a lot of people over here don't know about these issues, so that's why I just lay it out and I dissect it. Let us talk about the issue. Yeah. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Um, Jim, who's also a sponsor of this show, Jim Economos, welcome to Black and Right. Jim, well, guys, it's a good show. Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Okay, I got you. Go ahead. Hello? Go ahead. Hi, man. Well, I'm remote location in the of Cartagena, Colombia. <laughs> wow. Uh, coming down here, it was interesting because south of the border, these people are still being forced to wear masks on airplanes oh. in the airports. It's, so it's like you're, gone, we, you're, you're going back to the old days versus the freedom we now have in the states because of the Trump-appointed judge. But uh, 
you know, that being said, people here are still pretty happy and things, but the food inflation is also hitting very heavily in Honduras. Yeah. Things that were like a normal price just a few months ago have doubled, you know, and so the Biden effect is being felt worldwide. And as far as the other thing to be concerned about, the World Health Organization is, I think Biden somehow was able, they're, they're somehow, they're trying to give the WHO authority to basically have jurisdiction or control over us here in the United States. Wow. With certain issues. And uh, I, I think I sent you a text of that, but something needs to be discussed because this has to be stopped. There's not that much time. I actually sent an uh, issue. I sent information to Congressman Miller, and she said they've been discussing it, so I know there's some attention being paid. Yeah. But we as the public have to start rattling now, now, the is this, pans. Now, the WHO wait, help me understand how, how Biden can just make this decision unilaterally. What, what is it? A treaty? What is it? Well, it's something that he, he gave them some sort of permission. Yeah, I, I, it's in the de- the devil's in the details. Yeah, but basically they were able to kind of sneak some stuff through. See, all these Marxists want to do is tear down America. Yeah, so they're using every trick in the book to undercut us. This is why, you know, I was just reading recently. They're also now denying some uh, some gas leases and things like this again when they said they weren't going to. You know, it's it's what they're doing is awful. Yeah, I and agree. this is just another example. Of the WHO should be able to take over and, and basically like force us into quarantine again, things like this. We yeah. can't have it. That's why that's why we have I'll to I'll talk to you blank. All right. Text. Thank you so much, Jim. Thank you. Enjoy yourself down Bye there. Stay buddy. safe, buddy. Wow. Jim's always somewhere. Hey, I wish I could do it. <laughs> I wish I could too. Uh dude, I'm I'm You're gonna ask that question next. All right. About Irving. Oh, I, I personally, I, I think it's Bailey's race to lose. I, I, I still, I don't care what ha- what's happening. Darren Bailey will right now is the the, the candidate. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM five sixty. The answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM five sixty. The answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. Live in studio. Let's go back to the phone lines. Mike from the north side. Welcome back to Black and Right. Thanks for holding. Mike, you there? Hi. Thanks for yeah. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, no I problem. I feel like I got an e-ticket at Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> Good talking to you, bud. <laughs> What's going on? Hey, I wanted to say I learned a couple things this week. How to deal with abortion supporters? You ask them when does life begin. And then they try to give you that line, I'm not a biologist. <laughs> well, you know what? 95% of biologists agree life begins at conception. Yeah. So if life begins at conception, you're killing this group of people. What other group do you want to kill? Ooh. Second of all, I ask them, why don't you want to extend civil rights to the pre-born? Mm, why? Mm, what did they say? That's one group that doesn't get it. They, can't they don't a- say anything. They, yeah, yeah. they can't answer. Yeah. And I tell them, Abortion is a satanic attack it is. on the family. You're trying to destroy the family. And I want to say, Verlon, if you want to run for alderman or mayor, I'll support you. I'll campaign for you. I'll give you the support of my party, the Chicago LGBT party. Yeah, wait, wait, say it again, Mike, because they, they, they exploded. What, say it again. <laughs> The Chicago LGBT party. Love guns, bacon, and Trump. <laughs> yeah. Pride, Trump on side of the year. Hey, I love the bacon. Guess what? Everything go- Bacon goes with everything. So I'll put bacon Even on, on donuts. Much Even on donuts. I've eaten it. 
Uh, I forgot the name of the donut, the donut den or something like that in Joliet where we go and eat the donuts. Oh, they put the bacon on it. Bacon just makes everything. You know, the only good. person that you know the only person that doesn't like bacon on a donut. That goof George Michael. Oh! oh, thanks so much for calling, Mike. We appreciate it. Ah, mm. uh, he got oh. you. He got you. Right. Now here we go. <clears throat> Buckle up. I heard. I heard him Friday. Oh yeah, Dan and Amy show. Me too. <laughs> and uh, well, let's let him speak for himself. It's the Mitchell. Mitchell, what's going on, bud? Hey, what's up, the Team Aries, Team Taurus? I want to let you guys know something really quick, all right? Yeah. First of all, thank you for your nice intro. Um, this is kind of serious. So what's happening right now is that tomorrow we're going to have a full moon slash lunar eclipse in Scorpio. Now, for Aries, I just want to focus on Team Aries here. Yeah. Um, Scorpio is ruled by the 8th house, so that's hitting you in the 8th house, which deals with death, rebirth, transformation, regeneration. It also deals with, you know, when you have a full moon slash lunar eclipse, it deals with endings, uh, conclusions, epiphanies, secrets, things that are illuminated to the light that are hidden. They come to the surface. And these events that you that transpired, I think, yesterday, having this conclusion of a ceremony, yeah. uh, again, I'm as psychic as about, uh, I'm as psychic as mm. about, uh, I'm as psychic as about a blueberry muffin, okay? So, <laughs> when I talk Talk about the planets. These things line up. You could see how they transpire in real time. Yeah. Uh, so um, I think what you did was very a classy act, and I, you know, I send you a lot of uh, what I call, um, you know, love and support. Thank you. I appreciate and, that. Uh, for, no, and for Lon, uh, for obviously Taurus, that's their seventh house. I'm a Taurus, too. Uh, that deals with partnerships. So this lunar eclipse slash full moon, okay, is very powerful. you got to be very aware, folks, uh, your, your surroundings. Uh, people are, the moon becomes exacerbated, but so taps into our moods, our feelings, and our emotions. It gets the best of us. Um, so you have to kind of be watchful. Now, with regards to, obviously, with Ukraine, the $40 billion from sloppy Joe Biden yeah. goes back to 14. We talked about this. It's only because you really think this for a second, okay? First of all, Biden wins by saying, oh, the Putin price pump, right? So he can just use that as a deflection. And by the way, why do you think the Israelis and Poland stopped would not give Ukraine what I call the Air Force? Because they don't trust uh, Zelensky. He is not to be trusted. It's a corrupt country. The Civil War, by the way, the Israelis know about the Azov Battalion, which are neo-Nazis. So I don't think the Israelis are going to support uh, Zelensky and his neo-Nazi movement because no one wants to talk about the Civil War in Ukraine. Now, the bottom line is this. The $40 billion <laughs> is nothing more than a payoff is exactly right. And why do you think that Germany and these other countries are paying for it? Because Biden is corrupt. And the fact Uh-oh, that Mitchell. is we're paying... Is we're, is we're paying record high prices. And by the way, the democratic inflammation is inflation. This is exactly what they want. It is a what I call a red herring on steroids. <laughs> and don't believe for a second, okay? Yeah. This is going to continue because you know why? So Lindsay gets a brand new military for free. Yeah. <laughs> that, you hear what I'm hearing? Do you yeah. hear what I'm saying here, Daddy-O? Yes. Yeah. Hey, I forgot you, Daddy-O. I tried to give you a little breather. And that's why I kind of... You know, cut, but but it in there, <laughs> man. You can talk a mile a minute, man. You really. You guys I, I, are my two feet. I would love to see you, guys, you rap something. <laughs> I'm a drummer, okay. I'm a drummer. I'm not much of a rapper, but I will tell you this: I think both of you have the most in-depth, intelligent show on the market in every Thank market you. in the United States. And by the way, I think that to your point, you said early in the beginning of the show, you know. 
just because you happen to be black and be a conservative, that they can't get they can't get it out of their minds. They, right. I mean, whatever happened about being the individual, it, the temerity, the yeah. temerity of people to give you that. And the, I love when you both put that and you throw it right back in their face yeah. because you know why? They are, they suffer from groupthink. They'll never be a critical thinker, and you're dealing with a bunch of shit that don't get the bottom line. And you That's know true. what? Both you do. You guys have a great weekend. Thanks, and you're the best. <laughs> Thank Thanks you, a lot, man. Uh, I, I know what it was. I was going to. I, 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 I remember it too. Uh, the language. Yeah. The language. Uh, because there are people that believe that we shouldn't use their language. Right. Well, it's not so much about the language. It was what we were talking about during the break that right. we wanted to clear up. Uh, because I don't want to use the left's language. I don't. I want to snatch their language out of their juggler. So they're never able to use it again. Not, not. I don't mean that literally. I know you, you, you mean. Yeah, 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 you got to put a disclaimer um, out. But their tactics, yeah, because we, we tactically, the Republican Party is one of the they they they, they don't understand tactics. No, they 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 just to your point earlier where you were saying how the LGBTQ how they how they unite and galvanize. Yeah, we don't do that, right. and that's what's what led me to say if you lived in Illinois, I know you would vape. I know who you would vote for, Darren Bailey. Right. Hypothetically speaking, we are. This race is Darren Bailey's lose. I I still believe with all that you're seeing happening with Richard Irving and gaining in the polls, I I still believe that this race is Darren Bailey's lose. I do. I re- I would everything. But sh- let's say should he lose and Irving wins, if you live in Illinois, would you vote for Richard Irving? I want to start out by saying no. Have you heard the last commercial that Dan Prof ran? Where he was talking, he was talking so great about Obama, so great about J.B. Uh, Prester, about his his leadership in yeah. Illinois during this pandemic. It's gonna come back to hunt him. I'm sorry, I can't vote for this guy. I can't. So, you're I can't a Democrat, right? I can't. I can't vote for this guy. I couldn't. Even knowing everything that J.B. Prisker sent. Um, uh, Illinoisans through knowing that see th- this is this is my logic to it mm-hmm. here's my logic to this and this is why I could vote for Richard Irving should he win no way here's why well no here's why let me finish here's why J.B. Pritzker is going to double down because he's going to look at that win as a stamp of approval for him to do whatever the you know what he wants henceforth and 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 who's going to stop him He's them. I would, I don't, listen, I would rather, I've known Richard Irving for 16 years. I've known him for 16 years. You know, a lot of people say they, you know, I've known him for 16 years. Um, and it was, remember, that's how, how did he win the, the mayor, the, uh, as mayor of Aurora? Yeah. You know, the people, the, some of the people who don't like him now helped him win, win the mayor of, of Aurora. But here's the deal. I cannot give Pritzker this win. I'm I'm looking at the, I'm telling you the state of our of our state will be I I can't even come up with the words and, and you know, know I know people that have known him longer yeah. since alderman since city council and they hate him for a reason yeah he's a snake he is he's JB a hustler. he yeah. is Obama he is them it's no different you can't mm, I'm not, he, no no he's Democrat like I disagree. And and I know I know that there. He's been a wait, Democrat, time, but I know there are conservatives out there that may disagree with me. But that's okay. I you, you're missing the larger picture. It's not about Richard Irving. 
It's about J.B. Pritzker winning again, confirming to the rest of this country that the decisions I'm he made, fat. that the decisions he made were okay. He's going to feel vindicated. He's going to say to the do. Can you imagine the decisions he'll make if he wins again in 2022? How much? But, I don't care. I'll take a Richard Irvin. But for purists, how much it's more about, can he beat us up? It's about principle and it's about values. And it's hard to tell somebody to put that to the and, side and, guess what? and vote for and Richard guess what? Irvin. Guess what? Where's Illinois? We're languishing at the bottom of everything because there's no other opposition party to fight back. We got to fight back. We got to save this state. Crooked Manning. Saving this did state is more important than how people feel. Manning dug the hole. Oh, it's not about It's school. going to be. Do Illinois will never recover if J.B. Pritzker wins in 2022. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM 560. The answer. Perfect song. I'm pumped up right now. Oh, that's what I like oh, to hear. Yeah. <laughs> that's how Rough Riders roll. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio. I'm John Anthony Host. I'm, 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 I'm pumped up because I'm sick of these take your ball and run home after you lose type of people. Listen, I hated Bruce Rauner. Anybody that know the history know why I hate him. Why I voted for Jeannie Ives. Why I did everything I could to make sure Jeannie Ives. Yes. But you know what I did? In the, in the general of election that year, I didn't want that man. But I knew what was behind. I knew what a Pritzker would do. And so I bit the bullet and still voted for Bruce Rauner. I didn't. I did. When you Did you live here? I can't remember. You know, that's, that's you Indiana. You know, I, I was why are you talking about politics, Chicago at that time. I, I was mad I, 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 at the rule is, and I told uh, Sean this ignore. at his shop before he flew back to Florida. As long as you own property, and as long as you don't vote in two states, you can still vote in Chicago. Right. That's how we ended up with Rahm Emanuel as a mayor. He was in Washington. Yeah. Hey. But guess what? He owned property. Tiny. Came back and well, became tiny well, 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 he said he didn't because he left dancer. a dress. Well, whatever. In he the became married. He, he prove he did. Wait, hold on. He left a wedding dress in, a, in, in an attic. So he, yeah, but okay. But, 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 but it's, see, when you talk about take your ball and run home, no, it's about what you are made of on the inside. This is how I left off before I ran out of seconds to talk. It's what you are made of on the inside. And it's a struggle with conservative soul when it comes to principles and values. See, you're a political animal. So yeah. you can put that to the side and you understand because you served. Yeah. But people like me that's never served, other people that's never served, and we just feel like now this guy doesn't doesn't uh he doesn't lead so, as far as so, my principles so, wait, wait, and values. Hold on, hold on. So you're okay with your you know, you can't you can't vote for him because of your principles and values, right? Right. But if but if the person that they're running against Will 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 double down. Now you and, and you had the ability to stop this person from double downing and and do. What, where's the principles to fight for Illinois? Where's the principle to fight for the United States of America? Do 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 we lose that too? No, we lose Illinois because Illinois is done. Tom's he's out. He's in Tennessee. Yeah. He just oh, still he had my dilemma. He still I'm owns a, a piece on, of property. Right, I'm on he, both sides. He has a couple of pieces yeah. of property here. I had one. I left. Dan's left. Sean's left. Halfway. <laughs> Sean's probably gone more than Dan yeah. because he stays longer than Dan. Listen, it's time 
to know when. Wait, wait. How the song go? You gotta know no when, when to hold them. <laughs> know when to fold them. I like this. Know <laughs> when to walk away. <laughs> know uh, when to run. Yeah. You got to hide your money. It, it's time to go, it. man. This state's done. There it is. There it is. Know when to fold them. Yeah. That sounds much better. Know when to walk away. And know when to run. Thank you, Pete. <laughs> wait, 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 what is it, Marshawn? I'm scrolling here. I don't. I can never. No, call him, I, I call Pistol when, Pete. When it was his birthday, yeah. I called in, yeah. and everybody else said squirrel hands, and I called Pistol Pete. Pistol Pete. That's what we're going to call him. But, 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 but I can't give up on Illinois, and the reason why I have to still be kind of balanced, and you know, and and making my comments where I'm backing uh, Darren Bailey and my. Uh, uh, sweet. Uh, so you gonna vote in two locations? No, <laughs> but I will tell you this: uh, I did get my my voters card in the mail, and I was like, "Boy, they're unorganized." Yeah. Because, uh, but what I was saying is that you know my adult children uh, are raising their family uh, here in Illinois, and I hope that it doesn't get bad for them. Do it will if Prince wins again. That's the point. But how That's about our legis- how we have then we have to do the snake route and and get the the uh, the legislators win listen, that majority so he can't do nothing. Listen, Richard Irving is not my kind of Republican. He's not Valon's kind of Republican. He's not your kind of Republican. He's not Dan Prof's kind of Republican. But he is a Republican. I, I know people keep saying he's a Democrat and all that. I told you as I said on this show back in two thousand eight when I when I when I was. Involved in Kendall County politics. I was helping Jim Oberweiss um, run his congressional campaign. And and they Jim Oberweiss was like, you got to meet this guy. He's a, he's a, a rural Republican. I want to introduce you guys. And that's how I met Richard Irvin. Now, what he's done between 2008 and that, now you can question that. I'm, listen, it's, up, it's incumbent upon Richard Irving to answer the questions um, that he's not been answering a lot of. You know, that's that's upon him and his campaign team. Now, did he I mean, voting in primary Democrat primaries that 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 confirms what people are saying about you? Oh, what? Nothing. I'm listening to you speak. But my thing is, dude, I, I would vote for a dog catcher over J.B. Pritzker. I, I'm sorry. So as much as much as because because I understand this. Rich, I, I I could be wrong, and I'm okay if I'm wrong. I will come on this show and admit if, but but, but I don't. I personally, first of all, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. First of all, dude, hold on. First of all, this was a hypothetical conversation. We were having a hypothetical conversation. Right. What if Richard Irving wins? I don't think we're going to have that. I, I do believe Darren Bailey is going to be the event, the Republican Party nominee. Absolutely. I believe that. With every, I don't think I believe it. I don't think Darren Bailey is going to lose this. I don't. But if he does. And if it's Sullivan, people people saying Sullivan's a Democrat. Sullivan is nowhere near Democrat. These are the people I know haven't had a conversation with him. I've had many detailed conversations with Sullivan. More when we return. Got And now, more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Switch your attitude. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. I'm a little pumped up. I'm still pumped up. Uh, I didn't know that 
20 people got shot outside the Bucks game last night. Mm-hmm. And we and we concerned. Listen, guys, listen, I don't mean this in a in a in a mean way. I'm an America first. I don't care about any other country un- until America is taken care of. I agree. With I that. believe in taking care. And you know what? I always use this I, every time I'm having conversation when I go out and speak. That's why the airlines tell you to put the mask on your face first, the oxygen mask, before you try to help somebody else. Because if you don't, you're gonna you can either die or hurt yourself or harm yourself. America first. You know we got these war zones in a lot of these urban cities, yeah. and people talking about what well, we we you can't talk about that. I can talk whatever about whatever I feel like that right. needs to be addressed. Yeah. You know the reason why this why, why is this stuff happening? Because we got weak, spineless people, leaders. Now some may say that said say that that's the reason why they can't vote for Irving. But I think Irvin has a, a stiffer spine than JB. Well, <laughs> he has a Come spine, on, right? Man. Than JB Pritzker. You know, uh-huh. I don't think Irvin would have locked down the entire state. No, you know. But but if he, he that's this is why he needs to get out there and have more press conference. Answer these questions. Come on, shows. Come on, Black and White Radio. Answer these questions. You know, don't run from it. You want to be the leader of the state of Illinois. Stand up there and take the questions and answer them. And when you don't know, just say, hey, you know what? I haven't really thought about that. You know, I, I'll, don't be deflecting and answer questions, man. I'm telling you guys, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling I know, I know, I know we say this about every election. This is the most important election. But we're at a crossroads. We really are at a crossroads in this country. And we and, and the decisions that we make as voters of who we elect and put in these positions of power will affect not just the United States, but the rest of the world. Even a simple governorship in the state of Illinois. And we got to make sure that we're not just whining and pouting because our person that was in the sandbox didn't win. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with taking the heat from this conversation. Okay. Well, the only thing I have to say is that, uh, not that I want uh, Jelly Belly or whatever, but we already seen his mo for the last four. So years. you know, you know, you're saying so, you know him. So you know him and how he reacts. And this Irvin guy, I don't know him. He's out in Aurora, so we'd have to look at his stats if he was right. to win to see how he ran his city. How did he do it? Do they have issues there? I don't know. Well, yeah, Ezekiel Day, Doctor Ezekiel Day. I mean, these these are things that are going to come back and bite him in the butt. You know, J.B. Pritzker and he was his outstanding leadership or whatever the, the quote was. Right. You know, I mean, he's got. I, I mean, heard that. That's going to bite him. That's simply going to bite him. But is 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 what he did as 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 a mayor? Because I do believe, I do believe they run as independents. They they don't run as a party uh, for the to, to become mayor of a world. I, I think that's weird. Well, that's that happens in a lot of cities. You run um, a nonpartisan party, a nonpartisan race. You can't declare it Republican or Democrat. But as an elected official, you have there. You you just can't. You just can't hate people. You have to have working relationships with these people. You know, because JB Pritzker can help the city of Aurora. Now, I'm not excusing, not excusing his decisions or, or, or what he's done. What I'm saying is, look at the long game. There's a long game here. Mm-hmm. There's an end game here, but you dealt with him. So, uh, uh, what do you what do you think of him? You, he's been personally or politically. Well, politically both. How is he? Because 
politically he's gonna he's gonna deal with it personally, and it'll all come out politically how he reacts to everything. Yeah, Aurora is a nonpartisan election for city council and mayor, so he's right. Um, personally, he's a good guy. Okay, you know we don't agree on everything. I mean, and we haven't had like sit down and you know break bread type of discussions about deep economic policies or social policies or anything like that. So I can't speak to that. Uh, Now, what the voter will have to do, and that's the the whole point of having a Republican primary. That's what the primary is for, to weed these people out. You know? But you know a pet peeve of mine is identity politics. And he opens the door to identity politics when he starts talking about this country let a black man be be president when yeah. you're speaking so good about Obama and 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 uh, people that look like me and thinks like us and he tried to split the baby that opens the I door just, yeah. for woke that opens the door for wokeism it opens the door for CRT it opens the door for all of that and yeah. I can't see him pushing back I mean I know the commercial that he ran is he's not going to let people be ashamed a little kids be ashamed of their color and their race and all that type of stuff but i don't see him pushing back yeah. against these these groups i just don't. um so would you want to so you, so basically you're saying you don't know him. No. you don't understand him you don't know what what, what, I don't know he, what, what you he, know him i, wait, I don't no, know no, no, how, no. how does he take care of his the neighborhood how right. how does he take care of the people there i, I don't know yeah. and they're not talking about that i either. do know i do know that aurora uh, one year they didn't have one homicide under his leadership. Okay. That, and that was a big thing for the city of Aurora. Not, that's, Aurora is the second largest city in the state of Illinois. Yeah. And they didn't have not one. And they had a good police chief, too. A lot of people don't like Christine Zeman. Um, she, was, she, she came in there and she really brought organization to the, the, the Aurora Police Department. Yeah. Um, but I'm not here to sell people on Earth. I understand that. Uh, I'm not here. That's not my goal. That's not my goal. My goal is the end game, the long game. You know? Because uh, personally, I don't think Irvin's going to win the primary. I don't. I just don't see it. Uh, I think they're a smart. I think people are. are this is, I mean, calling Darren Bailey uh, a liar and that he voted. He's a Democrat and all this. That ain't going. That's not. People are not believing that. You know, people that just don't pay attention. They're believing it. We'll be right back. We now return to Black and White on AM five sixty. The answer. Here's John Anthony. Who's that, Bilal? Marvin Gaye. Yeah. Hey, listen. After all these weeks of getting beat up, uh-huh. I'm getting into the Bengals and the Go-Go's now. Oh, God. Help us, Lord. We got the beat. Uh, we got the okay. beat. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, you can ask Pete to find it if you want to hear it. You ain't got to see it because you can't see Welcome back to Black and Right. I'm John Anthony. That's the troublemaker. I forgot. We didn't even introduce Tom from uh, Elmo oh, Park. That's all right. I'm the side man. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm over here poking it a little bit, you know, and I appreciate you letting me come on the show. No problem. You know, and uh, Sean from Elmwood Park. Park. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the phone lines. Kip from Stillman Valley. Welcome to Black and Right. Thanks for holding. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Uh, I don't want to stay too long on saying that I like your passion there, John, for someone that you truly believe in, and, and you'll go to the ends of the earth for the man it seems like right now even though you believe in your heart that he might not be the winner but i you guys have really covered that pretty well i wanted to get to what had happened over the week when you started seeing the things about the trump organization in january 6th and what actually happened on the other side with the durham investigation 
and Sussman, the clock was going out. And he got charged, and a lot of things came out that we... I, I don't even know the full extent of what Durham came out with in court, but what is, I understand is what they're trying to get Trump on to come up with some documents because some corrupt lawyer says that he has it for his taxes, yeah. and then they hold him in contempt. And, and, and there is no documents to say that he cheated in any way other than the word of a, uh, of a corrupt attorney that's already been in jail for that. Right. You understand? Yeah, yeah. So then, then the, the legal action it was Sussman and a Democrat conspiracy against Trump and before he was president, <laughs> during he was president, Sick and everything, more. that the, lawyer, uh, the judge says that they're trying to get it, that he can look at the, the, the hard evidence, but he can't use it in court against yeah. Wow. I mean, is that crazy or what? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it I is. mean, the actual f- evidence that's actually there, physical, like uh, Hunter Biden's laptop. Now, yeah. that's actual evidence. Oh, no, that's disinformation. That's Russian disinformation. Well, Remember that? that's what I mean, man. <laughs> I mean, the true things. And everything's got a... And, and that's why I want to go back to how you feel for Irvin and that. But, see, all the money in the world isn't going to buy you an election. It's what the issues are and your leadership skills and how passionate you are. Boy, you guys over there are total passionate, and I love your, <laughs> love listening to you every week. I try to tune in, and thanks, thanks for taking my call. Peace. All right. Take care, bro. I love Kip when he calls in. <laughs> he's spiritual. Uh, I would love to, t- to talk to, to Kip uh, offline. There's a couple yeah. questions I would love to ask him. I want to go to a barbecue with Kip. Ah, I would love, I would love, 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 love that. Uh, should we take? Let's go to Let's go to Catherine from Western Suburbs. Catherine, what party is Irving? Go ahead. Good afternoon, guys. Uh, yeah, uh, John, I was hoping that you could try and set me straight. Yeah. Um, what What is he as far as I know? Who, what he's running as right. is a Republican, right. but. Uh, what is his past? Do you know? Well, and uh, I, I, I have a bone to pick with you about that. Uh, if he's the one that, that what that wins the primary, right. that, that you're all for him. No, no. Uh, guess what? Because I'm not for Pritzker, and I'm not going to leave that blank. Uh, if, if it's between Pritzker and Richard Irving, uh, I'm picking Irving any, any day of the week. I know a lot of people don't won't do that, but I listen, listen. Irving is better than Pritzker. In my opinion, I could be wrong, but I don't think we're going to get there, Catherine. I really don't think Richard Irving's going to win the Republican primary. I think it's going to be Darren Bailey, who will be the winner of the Illinois Republican gubernatorial primary. We also we already see the scandal that developed with yeah. the money yeah. he got from Ka- Griffith or whatever. Catherine, so Catherine, ho- ho- hold the line. be better? Right. I want you to hold on because I want to finish this conversation. We'll be right back. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed, and the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Yeah, coming in hot, coming in hot, just like the fajita. 
Welcome back to Power 3 of Black and Red Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, Sean Anthony, live in studio with The Troublemaker and Tom from Elmwood Park. If you missed the first hour, go to 560theanswer.com, click on the Black and Red Radio uh, podcast, download the podcast, and go ahead and like all like all of my social media platforms. At Black, I'm on True Social, I'm on Gitter, I'm on... You name the social media platform, you. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm I haven't on them all. seen you yet. Yeah, I'm on them all. You know I don't correct you off. Huh? I don't. You know I don't correct you off. Yeah, that was the second hour. Second hour. What did I say? You said first hour. Oh, second hour. You're right. You're right. <laughs> second hour. Uh, before the break, we were talking to Catherine, but uh, before I bring you on, Catherine, and then um, James Martyr, who's running for the 14th Congressional, is going to come on as well. Um, I just saw an article. Somebody sent me an article about. Um, they said, GOP gubernatorial candidate Richard Irvin called Donald Trump idiot, bigoted, racist, text messages show. I, I think I, I, I don't see how that helps him. Well, I think in Illinois, it'll play well because. Not south. Not not downstate. But he, he doesn't expect them to vote for him anyway. Bailey. He wants to play to what you say before. Yeah. The independents. Is it Democrats. 105 counties in Illinois? 102. 102. Mm-hmm. So Trump won. If because I wasn't sure of the numbers, but Trump won the Repub- all the counties of ninety eight or ninety seven yeah. counties. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think he lost Kendall County too. I'd have to look at that again. Uh, but Catherine, uh, what do you think of that? Hearing that Irving called Donald Trump an idiot, a bigoted racist. How do you think that hurt, helps him or hurts him? Catherine, you there? Oh boy, <laughs> I'm here. I'm just. Uh, uh, all this information that's coming out about him. Yeah. he It just seems to me that this is a character that's changing his stripes just to get in uh, to get in as governor, uh, further confusing issues and uh, keeping us in this malaise that we're in. And, and it's like maybe we should just all pack our bags, figure out where to go and uh, start a new community. This yeah. is so disgusting yeah. to me. Thank you, yeah, Catherine. Thank you. I right, said Catherine. the same thing. You're right, Catherine. But you know, the, the, I, I I told the guys during the break. Even with knowing all this, I, I I I there's no way I can not vote for a gubernatorial candidate, even if it's Irving um, Britsker. I As much as, it, listen, I'm sorry. I I just I know the victory lap. I just can't uh, I'm seeing allowed. I, I can't fathom. I don't want to. Seeing Pritzker walk through with his victory lap. Ha, Who's ha, the man who sued Pritzker? Wait, how? how no, Who's no, no, the man? Not, but that's not what I'm talking about. Well, I'm still talking about this. There's people that are going to fight against Pritzker if he was to win. Yeah, but 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 fight against what? Doing what? There's well, no power. Whatever he, whatever he throws out at us. Yeah, but he, he, dude, he just threw the kitchen sink at us. And if and, and if Illinoisans are not smart enough to see that, to wake up to realize that. This guy can literally unilaterally by himself shut down Illinois. No, you know, so it's the unions, John. It's the unions. Yeah. We 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 can't stand against that. I'm I don't know. He's all geared up, yeah. and you're right about that. I can't stand what he did to us, right? With all the lockdowns and everything, yeah. and uh, and then that uh, that damsel now she's on the on the board or, or CEO of uh, some. Stupid hellhole hospital. She kind of slinked away. Boy, oh boy, oh, Dr. they ZK. all need to go yeah. there. Dr. ZK. Yeah, yeah. Well, Nuremberg 2.0, yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, oh my it's lord! Captain, Only the Lord can help us. That's it. That's it. That's where I'm putting my trust. I'll all tell right. you that. 
But I'm still. Bless mean, you guys. Thank you so much for calling in, Catherine. Um, yeah, dude. I'm, you ever see the movie? I hate to have to say it, huh? You ever see the movie Escape from New York? Yeah. yeah. Rich, Richard yeah. Irvin, Snake Plissken. Oh. He's not a likable character. Ooh, Valon. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. I, let let JB push to be the dude. A number one. He runs New York. It's it's all it's all scumbags. Yeah, but I think I don't know. Speaking of <laughs> this, our next guest is not a scumbag. <laughs> uh, I, I definitely know him. I've had very good conversations about policy issues and and how to fix this the the, the state of Illinois and the and the country. Um, he's also the chairman of the of the uh, Kendall County Republicans where I live, um, and I love. I love this guy. I think he's 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 smart. He's he's and he, a poll just recently showed him up big. James Martyr, welcome to Black and Right. Hey brother, how you doing? You, you popped up on my Facebook feed of all things today. It's, it's oh, I think Black we, and Right. This is number. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I think something's wrong he's with your phone. The, he's on the Darth Vader line. Yeah, you yeah, got a Darth, a Darth Vader, Vader voice. Hey, hey, Jim. Call, call, uh, hang up and call back because something's wrong with your line. Hang up and call us back. Wow. That was worse than the Mickey Mouse line. <laughs> let's, let's go to Dr. Joe from the beautiful island of Greece. Welcome to Black and Right. Yeah, yes, sir. <laughs> um, I, I, when I, I first went to the United States uh, the, back in uh, nine, uh, 1970, uh, the... Um, Illinois was the barometer of the elections, you know. Yeah. Uh, we had a strong Republican Party and everything else. Right now, I feel so bad. Uh, you know, they, one, one guy is pulling one way, the other guy is pulling the other way, this and that. We need cohesiveness. Yeah. Who, no matter who the heck wins, I think he should, you know, unite everybody and then go behind Trump because Trump is going to be the next president. Right. That's for sure. I mean, tell him. Right. You know, yeah. again, we will do good. Yeah. But, you know, we need to stay together. No matter, after the elections, you know, we are all Republicans, so we're all friends. Yeah. Period. Hey, Dr. Joe, are you actually in Greece right now? Yeah. Yeah, nice. That's nice. Thank you so much. I hey, call. I call from time to time. I yeah, don't call that often. I know. I know. You've called here. You called my show a couple of times before. So, thank yes, you. sir. And 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 what I hope is that this country doesn't go the way of Greece. I hope we can raise up leaders that doesn't that that won't allow. Yeah, once the Greece is not country. so bad right now. Now it's but, not. Right. You know. Again, it, it was the it was the socialist party that uh, destroyed Greece back in 1980. Right. Uh, you know the. The drachma went from 30 drachmas to a dollar to eight years later, 340 drachmas to a dollar. Wow. This is, you know, complete thievery, lying, yeah. and, and, uh, and destruction, and that's what's going on. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Right Joe. Now. We appreciate your, your call in. Thank, thank you, you so much. Um, Jim, you there? Hey, James Martyr. John, can you hear me? This yeah. Time. I thought you were um, the great Londini calling in. <laughs> you got to know well, great well, Londini. Found- the great Londini is somebody that <clears throat> if somebody's being um, bullied on social media, he finds out who the person is. If they're hiding and stuff, he finds them out. 
and pushes them out there. So um, there you go. Well, you popped up on my Facebook feed of all things while I was out at the uh, pro abort. Uh, I was one of the counter protesters to see my opponent Lauren Underwood speak, and, and Bill Foster was there as well. This is some plain. Yeah. Well, so we came. We came back. Like, hey, I got to call you. <laughs> but we came back out, and and you weren't on the line, so we. I, you, you probably were busy doing something because we caught we would call out your name saying, "Hey, are you there? Are you there?" And so he's like, "No, he's not answering." So I, I was trying to bring you back on. So oh, but, when I was there, when yeah. I was live there, yeah, I, I must, something must have happened with our our feed here. Yeah. I don't know what it was, but, but yeah. Jim, but Jim, you 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 got you got a couple of people running in your primary right now, um, and uh, we got to go to break in a, in a minute and twenty. Um, but just give us give us a, a feel of who is Jim's James Martyr, who's running for Congress in the fourteenth. Look, I, I'm here a fighter, um, strong leadership. You know, as you know, we got 13 Republicans elected in our county in the last two and a half years. Yeah. Um, take taking away seats from Democrats in in these hidden elections. It, you know, my, I'm simple. It's like I want to stop inflation, bring back American energy and jobs, protect parents' rights, stop radical school agenda, secure the border, finish the wall, defend medical freedom, and protect our votes in elections. You know, simple stuff. Let's get it done. Yeah, well, you have been. You have been. Uh, I'll tell you this: you've gone. You've gone after people, in, even in your own party, to, to to simply say. And I know you've heard uh, our conversation about um, Richard Irving. Um, listen, I don't. I, yeah. I still think this is this is Darren Bailey's race to to, to lose. Um, but when we come back from break, I would love to know how you feel about that. As far as should Richard Irving as the the candidate, um, you know. Why I just can't tell other Republicans not to vote in that gubernatorial election because I can't give I can't see Pritzker waltzing across the stage. Hey, hey, I won. Just wait to what I'm going to do to you guys now because you're giving me power. Um, James Martyr, congressional candidate for the 14th district. Um, you listening to Black and White Radio on the M560? Answer. We'll be right back. This show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Maybe I'm foolish, maybe I'm blind. I Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker and Tom from Elmore Park. Before the break, we were talking to congressional candidate in 14th District, James Jim Martyr. Um, James, welcome back. Yes. So glad so, to be here and fascinating conversation you guys. Yeah, I, I I don't want to spend so much time on on that. I would love to talk more about what you want to do, but you know I think it's an interesting question. Should Richard Irving win the the, the primary? Should we tell people not to vote for him? Well, I, I think the problem you have here, I, you know, any chance to unify, and we saw this play out with Rauner versus Ives, right? The ne- the negative ads, which are mostly lies, yeah. um, that that really divides the Republican Party. So you got the Mike Z yep. Rauner reboot program going on here. They're running the same playbook that they used against Steeny Ives, and it worked to get Rauner over the primary just barely, yeah. but then it divided the party so much. So so you know I, I hear all the the people that say, oh, he's the, Urban's the only one that can win in the fall, but I'm looking at it. You know, I just I look at the simple math. Right. To me, he's going to lose 500,000, maybe more voters on the Republican yes. side because of what he's done. Yes. And I don't know how he gets those back. And even in the Rauner races, like after the primary, he did nothing to say, oh, 
you know, maybe we went too far. I apologize for that. Oh, I guess some of those ads were lies. You know, they didn't do any of that. They didn't try to, yeah. to, to mend any wounds and do anything. Yeah, that's true. So I think it's a huge challenge. Um, you know, you know, let's let's get someone over the line that's a Republican. Um, I believe I believe he's a he's a strong D. That's what his voting record shows. Yeah. Um, and you know, there you go. And I know Republicans helped get him elected. Right. I was I was at the Aurora Township right. uh, Lincoln Day dinner in 2017. He was a keynote speaker there. Right. Um, that was to help him get past the, the other really bad Democrats in Aurora. Right. And 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 he actually helped your um uh, should you win the primary your uh, 14th congressional. Congresswoman Lauren Underwood with the salt tax, right? With President Trump's tax cut, right? Yes, he did. And he gave her the keys to the city. And I don't remember him giving the keys to Randy Holtgren when Randy Holtgren was still congressman and he was mayor. Right. So, so there you go. I yeah. mean, look, it's, a, it's, it's, it will be, I'm just not speaking for myself, but speaking for what I, I'm reading out here, it's going to be a very tough pill for a lot of people to swallow. Yeah. I don't know how he, I'm he voting. recovers those votes back. Should, right. I don't think he's going to be the candidate, but should he should he I be, be the candidate, I'm definitely voting for Richard Irvin. But let's talk more about James Martin. <laughs> well, uh, James, what, what, I live in the 14th. Uh, I'm a consti- I would be what's considered a constituent. I don't think I've ever met Lauren Underwood. I don't think I've ever seen her in the area, nowhere near where I'm at. I, I, that's, I could be wrong, um, but I, I, I don't get much. I know I'm, I'm a Republican, so she wouldn't really want to reach out to me. But um, what's it going to take to, to, to defeat Lauren Underwood? So, so it's going to take someone who, who really wants to put, you know, America first, put, you know, dismantle the Biden policies that robbed us of energy independence, bring back American energy, stop the policies that she is voting for that are fueling inflation. Um, it, it's both the spending and and the radical agendas, those things. Look, I think working class people, Democrats, lots of independents are not, are, they're hurting right now. This All this stuff is a tax on them, inflation, how to control inflation. That's a tax on them, and everybody knows it. You know, you want to put money in their pocket? Let's bring back a $1.82 gas, which we had under President Trump. Okay, uh, how you doing? This is Verlon Galloway. I want to ask you, uh, you know, it, 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 it just makes me laugh. Lauren Underwood, another person who used the Illinois address, a phony address, yeah, to, you're right. to become you're right. uh, her parents, uh, right? Yeah, but to become a that. representative. But anyway, how's your um, district constructed? Is it heavily Democrat, independent, what? Is it a winnable district for a Republican? It's absolutely winnable. I've heard it rated from a D4 to a D7, even even more winnable, I think, than the 11th. But I think they're both in play, um, and I think they're both very winnable in this cycle and this this environment. And the new district for us, it's it's quite a bit different than the old 14th, which went north and into Lake County, and it goes west and then into more rural areas. They did add DeKalb and Joliet both in it, so we've got a lot of Will County, Joliet, Naperville. And Wheatland Township, Plainfield, Shorewood, Lockport, Romeoville. We got my county, all of Kendall County, a little bit of uh, Aurora Township, and and Sugar Grove and Big Rock, and, and Kane County. And we've got DeKalb County, City of DeKalb, Sycamore, lots of LaSalle County, almost eighty percent of it, and then a little bit of Putnam Bureau. And if you're keeping track, that's parts of seven counties with only yeah. one county, my county, one hundred percent in it. Yeah. So, oh, Kendall's one hundred percent now. Yes, it's 100% in, and we get a lot of, uh, you know, the old foster areas like yeah. Plainfield had, had a lot Where of foster. That's all, 
Right. That is all now in the 14th. And, and Shorewood, Wheatland Township, all, almost all of Joliet, even down as far as Elwood down there. So it's an interesting new district. I think it's going to favor us, the Republicans. It's very winnable. And, and with what she's been doing in Congress, you know, th- this is the year to take her out. Uh, we, we had this district 46 in the last 50 years. Let's take it back for the Republicans, and I'm the person to do it. Hey, I would like to ask you a question. Uh, I'm kind of old school with the politics, and I believe in getting out and try to knock on some doors. Have you done that? This is tough. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, first of all, we were out doing that in winter to get the signatures. I'm <laughs> um, very interesting. I, I knocked on doors. It's funny. I knocked on doors in, in some precincts that I w- wasn't aware of, but it was the same place I'd been a, several years ago, um, knocking on some doors. And, uh, you know, the people have remembered me. I got to talk to them, got lots of signatures. We're out there every day. And in fact, um, I'm ready to get, go out and get out a few, few more here in my own precinct. I just got my walk cards in, so I'm going to hit my precinct first. And then I'm going to hit precincts in every county. And I've got lots of folks that are willing to help me. So it's, it's, it's a great time to be out there knocking. Different cycle here with a June 28th primary. It's kind of crazy, but, but I'm kind of liking it. Okay. Well, I'll just got one follow up question. Do you think you can overcome the mail in ballots? Because Overweiss couldn't. Oh. Oh, yeah, look, look, he was up on election night, and it was the 14 days of fraud after the 40 days of fraud of early voting uh, that put her over the top. And, uh, you, you know, here's what we got to do. We have to we have to track the vote. Look, I'm a Republican Party chairman. I know the voter data file very well. I know what we can get from the clerks. We've got to track the mail, the, the, v, the vote by mail ballots. We've got to knock on doors, and we've got to make sure that the people who get them are actually the people voting. And we got to ask them for their vote, right? So we got to right. follow them and track them. And, do exactly and, what the Democrats do, and we, we got to watch everything, every yeah. spot, every drop box, every every poll location for forty days of fraud before right. the election, and then on election day as well. But James, I I, I, I got to give her a shout out, Debbie, Debbie Gillette. Um, she she did do a, I I think a good job um, last election, um, because I mean not everybody just gets a mail in ballot in Kendall County. You have to request it. Well, except last, last cycle, she had no choice. Uh, the, right. the state mandated right. they send them out. So right now, right now, I don't believe they changed that for this election. So at the moment, the Democrats have not forced the clerks to mail out ballots. But you're correct. Right. Um, I, I think the biggest problems in the old 14th, as you know, there were 1,626 extra votes in DuPage County that they couldn't account for. An actual real voter or a vote by mail envelope. That's pretty special, if you ask me. Um, and that, and Oberweiss had a, a chunk of a of a township in there that was part of that county, uh, Lake County, you know, and Kane County. There were a lot of problems, yeah. and and so I think he probably actually did was the winner. We he yeah. and I talked about this a lot. I got to see the details of, of his complaint, which went to Pelosi and it hey, went nowhere. Hey, really but, quickly, really quickly, I would love to see the the, the two thousand mules. Um, data shown in that race for him that would be that would be something else. Uh, but James, that would be fantastic. Where where can people search for you? You got any events coming up? Uh, Forty seconds. Yeah, martyrforcongress.com on and that's martyr m a r t e r the number four congress.com on the on the internet on social media martyr for congress. I'll be at Peru. Actually, I'll be two places tomorrow: Kane County Gun Show at the Kane County Fairgrounds in the morning and the afternoon. I'll be at, at Peru. 
in Peru, Illinois, from 2.30 to 4.30 at the West Clock wow. Building in Peru, LaSalle County. And we're all over the place. Uh, we're going to be in Glen Ellen, 4 to 6, the Illinois family endorsed candidates for Congress, myself, Scott Casper, uh, Mark Carroll, and Darren Bailey on Tuesday night, the, the 17th. It's a free event coming out and uh, meet the Illinois family endorsed candidates. James Martyr, um, would you ever think, real quick, you ever think uh, Peru, which is normally was old in the old 16th? Would be in the 14th. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, there, there you go. Love yeah. it. <laughs> James Martyr, candidate for the 14th Congressional District. Thanks so much for joining us on Black and Right Radio. All right. Thank All you right. for having me. Have a good one. Uh, a warrior right there. He's a warrior, man. He is a warrior. James Martyr is where I've, I've, I've worked with them now many, many years out being out there in Kendall County. Uh, listen to the Black and Right. We'll be right back. Let's get it to him, baby girl. Hey. Black and Right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. Live in studio with the troublemaker and Tom from Elwood Park. All right, you got some skit. What's the skit, bro? Well, I've, it, it ain't it ain't your African skit because if no. it is, I'm gonna kick, <laughs> no. I'm gonna kick you out the door. No, I'm gonna get up and snatch you out and, and uh, uh. pull you out and lock you out of this door. No, it's I'm something skit. that I've been wanting to do for three and a half years, but Ricky wouldn't let me do it on his. Go ahead. So, you know, it's called my conservative perspective. You know, what kind of America do you want to live in? Today, illegal immigration's at an all time high. Inflation and gas prices are through the roof. You have teachers over-sexualizing our kids. You have other groups rallying to murder our unborn. I ask again, what America do you want? I know what America I want, a common-sense America that works for everybody. And this is my conservative perspective. All right. There you go. Look at you. I I, could have added, it's been so much going on, I could have added so much, like, Women can't eat. Mothers can't even get baby formula, and all kinds of stuff. I could have Calvin added Klein to ads of pregnant women. Um, oh, Calvin Klein with the uh, transgender that. woman. That's, 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 that's a man. man. Yeah, that I was, mean, it's so I much. It's, it's it's not enough issues to run out of material. But I would go on too long. Especially so, the baby formulas on, on the um, in Me- uh, the border. They got plenty of it there. Oh, Canada does too. Yeah. I mean, why don't we have it though? But what, what, what? I mean, I mean, I know why. I'm saying, you know, that's Joe Biden running his country into the ground. That's why I just stopped short. I want to put a little bit on people's mind. Conser- conservative perspective, <laughs> because I, other than we, I, I'll be going on forever. I wish I could find that Cat Williams. He broke everything. <laughs> <laughs> everything. <laughs> Pistol Pete, look up, look for that Cat Williams comedy skit when he he was talking about. I I don't think he was talking about um um Biden. It was it was, no, it was no. an old skit, right? Yeah, it was an old skit. Uh, I forget who he was exactly who he was talking. I think about. He was talking about Bush. Was it Bush? I he think it was Bush. It was, it was Bush. Yeah, it was. I Bush. mean, how are you gonna break everything? Yeah, he was talking about Bush. <laughs> Play yeah. find that for us, Pistol Pete. But 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 you're right. He's broke. I mean, th- I mean, look at any industry. Look at every. Ec- well, okay, unemployment is going down. Oh come on, man! That yeah, was wait, Trump. Uh, Trump but, did that. Okay, okay. No, they don't think Trump did that. They think that's Biden. I know they. Don't. But, but they're using the same indicators the way Obama measured it. You know, but what's the what's the the, the pay of these jobs? 
are they part time? Remember, Obama included all of that. Depends on what field, right? Because Correct. my field oh, is blowing up. Oh man, I mean, women can pick their own schedules. I'm like one of the only regular employees. The women can work when they want. They got this app where they can just pick the days they want to work and take off for a whole week. Yeah, They'll but you're in. a senior guy, aren't you? Yeah, I'm a senior guy. Okay, well, but 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 still, but I you, could I could quit and go agency and work when I want to work. But I just I'm not built no, like that. I'm not I'm old school. Yeah. I, know, I like school, guaranteed right. hours because when you work agency, but, but they can you call work, off an but hour. You, before. But you work a lot of extra hours too. Right? Oh yeah, I, they I, throw I, it right at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, right, let's yeah. go to the phone lines. Uh, man on the street, Mark, what's going on, brother? Hey, there he is. Hey, uh, good to hear you guys. I'm down on Michigan Avenue. There's a big pro-abortion protest going on. I just left Buckingham Fountain. They just started it. The summer of joy has started, Uh-oh. and that's what's going on in downtown Chicago. Wow. Oh, wait, didn't they just, like, arrest a ton of kids who were out uh, just the other night and... Uh, they caught like, got, like four or five you know, guns off the street from these young Chicago, kids. Yeah. Uh, they were just terrorizing yeah. the city of Chicago the other night. Yeah, you know. Well, that uh, was over there by the governor's mansion, North and Clark. They had North a big thing in, in North Avenue Beach. North uh, Avenue. This is the start of summer, the summer of joy, and uh, I don't know what they're going to do, but they need to arrest some people. They need to, you know, eighty Chicago public school students were shot and killed last year yeah. in Chicago. So we need to clamp down on this. I mean, this is our city. And uh, we do need a better summer. But on the lighter side, Buckingham Fountain, maybe maybe three or 4,000 people down there to watch uh, 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 Lori Lightfoot with a no-show. So uh, wow. her, uh, her companion wife person uh, started the fountain. So it was a good event. Music, <laughs> everybody's having fun. And I think Chicago's going to have a great summer despite these guys. Yeah. Now, uh, so, is, is the uh, pro-abortion crowd, is it pretty big? You know, I'm a half a block down. It's Van Buren in Michigan, and uh, actually, it looks like it's kind of dissipated a little bit. So I'm going to try and get a closer look. Yeah. I'm completely stuck in gridlock. I didn't plan this out very well. But, <laughs> uh, hey, but, Mark. Uh, hey, Mark. How many balls have you caught this year at Wrigley? I've only caught one, and I'm waiting for Slacker. you guys. I want uh, you and Red Velvet to come out and catch some <laughs> baseballs out on Waveland Avenue, and I think you guys would. Uh, Enjoy it. I know you got those front row tickets you always get if you want to take me sometime. <laughs> I don't know how good I am at catching baseballs. Oh, uh, you, it, oh, you definitely It would have, have to be softball. <laughs> it would have to be a softball. Mark, hey, Mark, I tell him a lot. So, so he likes George Michael. He can't play catch. It was something else. You ain't black. You ain't black. <laughs> Look, I told you, I, I'm into the Bengals now. Oh, just God. another manic oh, Monday. God. Hey, Mark, I want to give you credit though. You, you were all over the place. You're taking a lot of pictures. You're everywhere, and I am just so happy that I know you personally. And you're the man, man on the street, the man on the street, Mark. Mark, thanks so much for calling us, buddy. We got to go to break. All right, see you guys soon. All right, buddy. See you later. I love Mark. He's good. We'll be right back. Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm on the low. I need some more. Welcome back. Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio with the Troublemaker and Mr. Tom from Elwood Park. All right. How'd you get that name. So who had it first? You or Sean? Sean did. So you you you, you and bit Sean him? didn't say that. He was a gentleman. I thought, you know what? Two different names. I'm just going to use Tom of Elmwood Park on Twitter 
And he never said nothing. We hooked up. I met him. He had a cigar store after I did. I had one for right. 23 years. Right. So, nice try, Sean. <laughs> and uh, What happened to your cigar shop? Uh, you had a lot of issues. Well, the issue is, since you brought it up, and it's a sticky one, I'll tell you this real quick. Yeah. Uh, Crooked Preckwinkle raised the tobacco tax so high that here you are doing the math. You're making just enough to pay the bills, and you ain't putting no money in your pocket, right. your cost of operation. And I just said, you know what? I'm babysitting and collecting taxes for Cook County, and it just it's not uh, worth it. And right. so I stepped away. Wow. Preckwinkle did that. So taxation. See, that's what I say. No, I'm for a complete annihilation of all taxes in, the, in this country. They, they went after tobacco, and it started with Bill Clinton. And then Obama started. Once Obama opened the door... Preckwinkle started in 2008 when she took over. Wait, did, did you guys see the White House tweet? No, what? Where they basically said that there were no there were no vaccines prior to um, um, Biden winning. Did he? <laughs> now, let's listen. Did he forget? He got the shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got the shot. He got the shot. That's right. But it doesn't matter. Yeah, Democrats the, are going to say what they're going to say. You. There was a fake video. They lie. <laughs> now, 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 I, I, I pulled some audio because I, because I think the media is now starting to get tired of hearing this. Um, and, and I, it takes but, a long time for the Democrats right. to realize that they're wrong. Right. But as much as I don't like hearing his voice, Mr. Evil, Dr. Evil, uh, listen, listen to this, this exchange between C, a CNN reporter, or if you want to call it that, and... Uh, Dr. Evil. Amazingly, this White House tweet is still up. Uh, they tweeted it yesterday. It says, quote, when President Biden took office, millions were unemployed and there was no vaccine available. And it goes on from there. But as well, you know, that's not true. There was vaccine available. It might not have been widely available, but it was available. CNN fact checker Daniel Dale points out more than three million Americans have been fully vaccinated. More than 18 million had at least one shot by Inauguration Day. I think President Biden, then-President-elect Biden, had two shots by then. You're the president's chief medical advisor. Why is the White House politicizing the pandemic by tweeting out that there was no vaccine available until Joe Biden became president? It's not true. You know, Jake, I'm sorry. I, I, I can't explain every tweet that comes out. Um, so you're talking to the wrong person. I wasn't involved in the tweet. I, I just can't explain it. Uh, sorry. <laughs> But, of but you, you can. I know you can't explain it, but certainly you would agree that it's important to have facts uh, when it comes to assertions being made about the vaccine, whether it's from the Trump White House or the or the Biden White House. And certainly you would agree that there was vaccine available before Joe Biden became president. Yeah, of course. I mean, he got vaccinated and others got vaccinated. So, I mean, I think from a pure accuracy that's not a correct statement, but I mean, you know, it just went out. I'm sorry. There's nothing I could do about that, Jake. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's true. You but, know? but it just shows you the depths of, of of the left. Yeah. And that's why when people say, well, you really think, <clears throat> did you watch 2000 Mules? I haven't seen no, it. No, I'm waiting. You guys haven't seen it? We'll have to do the boat ride. Let me tell you, it's, it's, it's plausible. All I watch is the trailers. I won't. I won't give out any anything though. Then, but um, that's it, why. Oh, that's why you didn't understand what I was saying about two thousand mules and and how, what they used. Um, yeah, I think 
Man, I watched, He's on to something. I watched, see, I'm a political junkie, so I watched it all in real time. Yeah. I saw when he cut the lights out. I saw when he sent people home. I saw when he brought the truck in. I saw when he stuffed the, you know, the, 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 the where they were counting the ballots with, with new phony ballots. Right. I've I, I seen it. That's all I needed to see in, in key states. So, you know, but I will watch the movie. I'm going to well, love to we, watch we're it. We're going to no, watch because, the movie. Because, because the movie adds a different spin to this. Okay. Because it actually shows how it was done. The investigation and how it shows it how they actually did it. And the mules, the 2000 mules, these are actually people. Mm-hmm. Right. And how they ballot the harvesting that Well, they need place. to step it up a little higher to find out who's the brains behind this. Well, that's what ripcord is about. I guess they get ready what what's called pull the ripcord and give out all that data. But that shows you how people feel about our democracy they they will stoop to a new low just to get the people that they want in power but the fbi should have been doing this so that what does that tell you just like i wanted to say earlier the fbi and i was wondering the fbi was there on january 6th in the crowd but i'm just forget the fbi i'm just talking from a pure standpoint of how people feel about our democracy that they would Besmirch our democracy like that. They will do do our republic <clears throat> republic the way they did. thank you, John. Do our republic the way they did it. Just walk all over it like it was nothing. Because and, because these people don't love this country. They don't love this country. These people don't love this country. They don't even. There's a lot of people don't even know what's going on when they do some of those TV interviews nope. where they ask them questions and they say I don't know. But they're advocating Wait. for our own destruction. Did you see? Um, Lauren Cheryl Atkinson, the former CBS two reporter, yeah, yeah. she there was a video. I don't know where it was, um, where she was, but she said to the people, to these people, the FBI was going to put child porn on her husband's computer. Wow. She said that. Wow. I dude, listen. Come I'm, on, I'm man. Police. I don't. I'm. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of the FBI or or that other alphabet. See, I. Well, somebody called him something else. I got to get the name of what they call him. Something. Dr. Umar. Oh. <laughs> you listening to Black and Right. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560. The answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560. The answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio. Uh, with the troublemaker, hey, Pete, we we can say that for last. The end, end, let's just end the show on that, and you know, I think that'll be better. Um, I, you know, I just want to really quickly. Um, I talked about at the beginning of the show how the kids did a ceremony for my son planting the bush, and I drove by this morning and just like sitting right and looking at the planted flowers. They did a, a garden. Um, <clears throat> what I didn't talk about was um, they had these kids, like probably hundred and some cars that they rode. I just want to read a few of them because it's. We, we, my family, we, we, we cried and had a little laugh about some of the stuff that they were saying about him. I just want to read one, one or two. It says, to the Anthony's, I'm so sorry for your loss. I was not blessed to have, I was not blessed to have been a close friend of John's, but what I do know is that he lit up the world around him whenever you passed him. He had an energy about him that made everyone around him happier. He lifted everybody up and it was, it felt so dull without him. I hope the best for your family and God bless you. And uh, another one says, the heartbreak that we're all feeling is tremendous. He was truly the nicest, funniest, most giving guy I have ever known. 
I can't imagine the pain you all are feeling. I'm so deeply sorry for your loss. We met in eighth grade. I was in a very toxic relationship and he saved me. I'm so hurting right now. I am hiding it, but he will be missed dearly. I miss him so much. I'm just so thankful to know him when I did. Thank you. I'm sorry again. Just I mean, as I was reading through all these these postcards last night, sometimes you don't think that what you teach your kids, they're living it. And one of the things I, I've always taught my kids is to be to to, to whenever whenever you see the kid being bullied, you go sit next to the kid and you talk to the kid. You defend people. You you serve people. That's I've I've taught that. You you know when you see a person down, you make them laugh. Um, and to know that my son lived that life and could, you know reading all these people, all the nice stuff they had to say about him, it really really gave me gave me a heart of gratitude, and I felt it felt really great. You know, and I told him last, I told him in my speech that I gave him, you know, just go and be great, be do and go, be good, do good, and create good everywhere you go. Be do and go create good everywhere you go. You know, I mean, when you look at, you know, we talked and argued today on the show about everything that's happening, but there's so many people out there that are listening to me right now that are struggling, you know, that have that's having problems with their kids. They're having, um, there's dysfunction in their own families. And I just want to, you know, it, it hurt. It's hard. Life is hard right now. And, and on top of that, government is now pounding and, and taking away and, and forcing you to do things, you know. But think about this. We've had firemen lose their job. We have police officers, teachers, nurses. These people have all lost their jobs. Guess what else? They all have families. They've been affected by this in so many ways. And I think sometimes mentally it, it can be so taxing on people. So that's one of the reasons why I, I, I love to argue and toss up stuff here on this show. But I also like to offer hope. I, this. Uh, <laughs> I will not be a person that's hopeless and I want to be a purveyor. I want to, I want to, I want to spread hope and hope and love and joy everywhere I go. That's why I do this radio show. That's why I get up here every Saturday and come here because I know listening to the show, I I know the YouTube crowd. I know they, uh, I love the YouTube crowd. You know, we don't always agree, but we're, we're, we're talking. I talk about them doing the show. You know, that's just who I am. You know, I, I, my life, I've realized one thing about life. God's, God has given up on this, some, some of this older generation. I, I think there's a new infusion of leadership that, that's getting ready to, to be placed in our country. And sometimes the older generation can't get over that. Look at the, the feels, you know. And we got to remember who we are. We're Americans. We are Americans. And we can't give up on that idea. We can't give on the, up on the idea of who we are. America is an idea and it can never be defeated. Thank you guys for coming out. Pistol Pete, thank you. I want to thank Jerry Evans, James Martyr. That's it, folks. I'm off for the next two weeks. Yeah. Love you guys. God's got it. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.